Welcome to the Part-Time Creator Podcast, the only podcast for part-time creators that helps you build an authentic following without having to quit your day job. We prioritize time-efficient tactics and tools to growing your social media account and leave out all the gimmicky tips so you can create the content that you want to make. Speaking of time-efficient, let's cut to the chase and get to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. Hope you're having a great day so far. Um, Kind of an interesting day for me to start things off. I'm at home with my daughter who isn't feeling very well. So we decided to not take her to daycare today and help uh, to to help her get a little bit uh, more rest and feel a little bit better. And uh, so she's taking a nap right now. So I figured why not create a, a podcast episode? I don't have anything better to do. It's a day off for me. So why not? Today, we're going to be talking about uh, something that I think is going to be extremely important as a cornerstone for you as a part-time creator, and that's tips for getting out of the struggle of trying to stay consistent on social media. It can be very difficult because, again, you're part-time, right? You have a full-time job. you got a lot of other stuff that is taking up your time, and because of that, it's difficult to find, not only find time to create content, but to stay consistent, have a workflow that is steadily pushing you from one step to the the other. So these are some tips that I've experimented with since I started creating content um, part-time. So for those that don't know, I used to be a personal trainer and I would create content for personal training. So that's when my part-time sort of avenue into content creation began and, and sort of my the beginning of content creation. And so I had to figure out, you know, I had a little bit more flexibility, but I had to figure out, okay, when I'm not training, how do I create content? And one of the struggles that I ran into is actually tip number one, which is where do I put my ideas? If I have an idea for something and I'm not exactly in the, the, the place, like maybe I'm driving or I just cut out of the shower, or maybe I'm in the middle of training a client, how do I capture those ideas and save them for a time that is better like, uh, you know, sitting down at a computer and, and creating content. So I developed the system and the, the first step in any, in any part of my system is creating or catching ideas. Cause if you don't save them, you're going to forget them. So I created what's called a brain dump file. It's where I put all of my ideas that happen sort of spur of the moment and not all of them make them to the next stage, but it's important to capture all of your ideas because you never know which one could turn into an article, a podcast, a YouTube video, or which one of those ideas that you think, hey, you know, this is just kind of a simple idea could actually turn into a really big piece of content that either helps somebody out or changes someone else's perspective. So I have what's called a brain dump file. Now on this file is essentially just, it's essentially just a, a, a Google sheet that has three columns. The first column is the idea. The second column is a working title. So some sort of idea for a title. And then the third column is additional notes. So maybe I want to expand on the initial idea to give a little bit more context. And then from there, it, it sort of just lives in that space until I decide whether it's good enough to create content around or if it's a little bit more uh, high maintenance, I might have to leave it there until I can sit down with it and sort of extrapolate the idea. But that's where I catch all of my ideas. And I think that's extremely important because, again, you're not always going to have time to sit down and completely you know, from start to finish, flesh out an idea that you might have. So again, I use Google Sheets. I'm a big fan of the Google Suite in general because it has so many tools for free that you can use. Um, and again, it's because it's time efficient and it's easy to use and free, I recommend Google Sheets. I'm not sponsored by Google. If I was sponsored by Google, guys, that would be, I mean, you would have already known about it by now. But <laughs> anyway, so that's my first tip is create some sort, and you don't have to use Google Sheets, but I have found that 
using the Google products are extremely beneficial because let's say you're on the go, you can download it on your phone and you could quickly type in an idea. And then when you want to get to your computer and really dial in that idea later on, you can. So it's really good for on the go. But again, there's other apps like Evernote and some other ones that you could use uh, that you do have to pay for if you use it on multiple devices. But again, don't feel pigeonholed to using Google just because I suggested. I'm, I'm always going to suggest something that's free or something that I use because it's been efficient for me. And if you don't already have a system, you can try that one out for yourself. All right. Tip number two for part-time creators that are struggling to consistently make content for social media is mobilize your content setup. So make your recording with your phone or a microphone or whatever it might be as travel friendly as you possibly can. Now, this isn't to say that you have to have everything travel friendly, like maybe you can't take your computer with you or maybe you can't take your microphone with you, but have a on-the-go setup that you can use uh, for when you have an idea or you want to create content on your lunch break, on a work break, after work, before work, whatever it might be. You might only have time to create content after work or possibly before work whatever time works for you. Maybe you can only do it on lunch. Maybe you create one video a day or one video uh, a couple every other day uh, on your lunch break and that's what you do, whatever it might be. But you need to, to your best ability, have a mobile setup because it's gonna be so much easier to create content at those moments where you have some free time during the day. And in terms of a mobile setup, what am I talking about? Well, essentially what you're gonna want is at least your phone's camera and some sort of external microphone so you can capture audio better. Our phones are designed to capture audio just enough to be able to have a phone call. So they don't really pick up, you know, if you're holding your phone out in front of you like a, like a selfie almost, you're not gonna have the best audio quality because their microphone is just not built for that. So I recommend going online and buying an external microphone and I eventually will do an episode on some of the ones that I've used, but just really quickly, the the one that I use that has been the most efficient for me is called a Purple Panda Lavalier Microphone. And I think I purchased it for like 40 bucks at the time. I checked Amazon this morning to see what the price was and it was like $34. So for $34, you really can't beat that sort of microphone. Now there are plenty of other microphones on the market that you could use if you wanted to, but that's just the one that I use. So I'm only gonna recommend stuff that I use. But any sort of external microphone, you could use the iPod headphones that came with your phone if you have an iPhone. Those work really well. In fact, I would argue that those are the best out of all the microphones that I've used externally on my phone. So I would recommend doing that at the very least. <clears throat> and if that's your setup, that's great. That's all you need. You can record videos on your phone that way. Um, if you are doing a podcast and you're sort of doing like an on-the-go podcast and that's what you need to do, you can totally record with an external microphone. Sure, it's not going to be the highest quality of audio, but again, we're trying to go for building a consistent foundation. So if we can, if the quality can be good enough to post and, and people to listen to without their ears bleeding, then that's what we want to do. So the two most important things is using your camera's phone for your mobile setup for video and then getting some sort of cheap uh, lavalier microphone or some sort of external microphone that you can use on your phone. So mobilizing your setup is going to make it so much easier for creating content whenever you can. And typically that's going to be on the go. I definitely recommend over time developing a more uh, robust uh, 
system for at home, whether it's getting a computer or getting a, a high quality microphone for recording podcasts or videos, whatever it might be. But again, remember, we got to start small. We got to start in. A, we got to start efficient and and budget friendly because otherwise, it's going to be hard to to get over some of those hurdles of being a, a part time creator. Right? You might not have all the money in the world to start creating content. You don't need it. All you need is an idea, some organization, and a go getter attitude, as well as a couple of little gear upgrades that are mobile friendly. Okay, let's move on to tip number three. Tip number three is segment segment your content creation process. So you might think that you have to go from start to finish when you get an idea. So once you get an idea, you have to go from start to finish and post that idea the same day. I do not recommend this. It is not going to be efficient whether you're a part-time or full-time creator. You want to break it down into steps. And I have, there's more steps to this than I'm going to go into with this podcast episode, but I wanted to break it down to three because I think it's an easier way to digest the information. So the first step is just having a place for your ideas. That's probably the easiest step, having a place for your ideas and just capturing those ideas. And when you get enough of them, being able to create content out of those ideas. And those ideas could come from your own head, just being in the the niche that you're in. Maybe you're a runner and you're like, oh, I want to create a video today about um, you know, the best running technique for people that have shin splints. Okay, great. Let's start with that idea. Let's flesh that idea out and get a little bit more context. And then let's create content from that idea. You can also get ideas for content from doing some simple research on Google, or you've heard me talk about the um, answerthepublic.com, typing in some general keywords there and then getting some ideas based on what people are searching for on the internet. And let's, or, or again, it could be TikTok or social media, whatever it might be. Whenever you get these ideas, you want to write them down. Once you write them down, you want to create a system for how you take that content to the next level. So do you want to do a tweet? Do you want to do video content? Do you want to create a podcast episode out of that? I already did an episode about my personal content creation process, but I'll share it again here really quickly, just so you get an idea of what I do. Again, this is not at all me telling you this is the best way to do it, but this is how I've experimented and come up with a strategy over time that works best for me. So the first thing I do is once I have the idea, I turn it into an article because I have more access to a computer to write. So I will write out an article and it's usually between, I don't know, depends 400 to a thousand words, depending on how much content I can really get out of that little article. So it's not a huge article, but it's enough to get the ground, uh, get off the ground and, and get going. And then from that written content, I will take snippets of that article and I'll either turn them into Facebook posts, LinkedIn posts, Twitter posts, whatever the the predominant uh, style of posting is writing, that's what I'll do with that content. And then I take that piece of content and then I extrapolate ideas from the tweets, the Facebook posts, the one that I think will do the best. And I turn them into short form video. So I create a small little script and I create a short form video from that. And then from the long form article, so the original article, I'll use that as the basis for a podcast episode, like the one you're listening to now and a YouTube video. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not doing all of that stuff. Um, If I was doing all of that, I wouldn't even be a part-time creator anymore. I'd be a full-time creator. But the goal is, is to try to take a single idea and repurpose that idea as many different ways as you possibly can so that you can get the volume of content that you put out a lot higher. Now, sometimes I won't get to the podcast episode that is from an article until like two weeks later because I just don't have time to 
just sit down right after I write the article and do a podcast episode. But the idea is, is that you're expanding how much content you can create from a single idea. And this is going to do two really important things for you. It's going to preserve your energy for when you just don't have time to create new ideas. And it's also going to reduce the chances of you burning out because you're not trying to come up with a new idea every week. You're taking one idea and you're multiplying the pieces of content you can create based on that single idea. And the best part is, is that eventually you get to a point where you are going to start repeating some of the things you've already done. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think more people, more creators should take their best content and just find new ways to talk about that because those are the ones that are resonating with people the most. You might as well try to, you know, really get to the the meat of that. Also from a viewer standpoint, I saw a stat the other day, and this had to do with sales, but I saw a stat the other day that said something along the lines of if it takes nine different interactions for somebody to consider buying your product. Well, if we flip that on the content creation side and think of it like it takes nine different exposures to your content before somebody actually starts paying attention and starts reading or listening to or watching your content. So remember, volume is important and we want to try to expand volume as much as we can without decreasing our quality or burning out at the same time. So just remember that when we're thinking about expanding our content. All right. And then the last step, now that we've gone over sort of my uh, current content creation strategy, now it's just about hitting record. So is I, I like to emphasize planning, but I also like to emphasize having a little bit of freedom to be intuitive. I am the kind of person that too much planning makes it really, really boring to create. Part of the joy that I get from creating content is being able to have a little bit of wiggle room and it be a little bit more off the cuff versus it like reading from a script, you must do this now, please follow me for more. You know, I just don't, (laughs) one, that's not great for the viewer. The viewer doesn't want to listen to an AI talk about content. The viewer wants to have an organic feeling when they're listening or watching or reading your content. So the more laid back and casual and yourself that you can be the better. So having structure is important for having a direction, but from there, I like to leave a lot of the blanks unfilled and then fill them out later. You might not like that. That's totally fine. But if you're the kind of person that enjoys the creative process and it being sort of organic to some extent, but also want enough structure so you don't feel lost, that's what I would recommend doing. So that's my three-step system. Have an idea, capture that idea, take that idea, turn it into multiple different things. Now, again, going back to the content strategy, you could start with a uh, podcast episode and then you could translate that podcast episode and make an article out of it. And then you can make a video later. You don't have, there's no one perfect way to do it. You got to do what works best to you. I recommend leaning into what you're most natural at doing. For me and my current situation with work, it's better for me to be able to write when I have free time, like let's say I'm on my lunch, it's easier for me to write on my phone or if I bring my laptop, write on my laptop, I create an idea from that. And then at home after work, create a podcast, create an article, create a video from that. So that's my advice for going about that for one, that one specific area. Okay. Tip number four, we got five total tips, two more to go. Lean into what makes or I'm sorry, lean into what you enjoy doing the most. So this kind of goes back to the point I I just kind of alluded to, which was 
if you like to talk, then I would recommend starting with a podcast episode and then turning that podcast episode, you can transcribe it and you can turn that podcast episode into a written piece of content. And then you could sort of clean up that written piece of content because it's just going to be a transcript and you could pull out some of the best bits from that, turn that into a tweet, turn that into a Facebook post, turn that into a LinkedIn post, um, whatever you want to do with it. And then, you know, even though you just recorded the podcast, maybe you create a structure for that and then create a, a YouTube video for it. Or maybe you get some ideas from that, those small little snippets of written content and make a short form video out of it. Whatever you want to do. All I recommend you do is that f- find ways to multiply your content and start with the thing that's easiest for you to do first. Because if you're starting with the hardest thing, it's going to be very hard to stay consistent. And you might feel like, oh, well, YouTube is where it's at or TikTok is where it's at or podcasting isn't you know, as <clears throat> easy to be discovered. It doesn't matter right now. Discoverability is important, but also getting your content out there is how you get discovered. So if you only have three or four episodes because you're doing the hardest thing to create content, it's going to be hard to get your name out there because discoverability is about volume. It's it's obviously about other things like networking and knowing where to post and and getting your content out there on on social, but also it's about volume. Remember, it, it takes a couple of different exposures to your content before people are starting to go, hey, I, I recognize this guy. I've seen him more consistent, this guy or girl. I've, I've seen him more consistently. I like what they're saying. They seem to be a little bit more established now. And then you're going to start to have more and more people follow your content. So again, lean into what you enjoy doing the most because when you do something you like to do, it's easier to create more content and it's less likely that you'll burn out. All right, fifth and final tip, experiment with different types of content. So if you're not exactly sure what kind of style of video you want to make or where you want to post your written content, don't worry about it. I think one of the biggest mistakes I made was thinking that I needed to post to every single different platform and I needed to do written podcast and video. And I realized that I don't need to do that. But I also, once I tightened up my system, that I could, if I wanted to, take a written article and turn that into a YouTube video or a podcast episode or take snippets of it and turn it into small little videos. But I didn't have to do all that. And I didn't, after a while, it took a little while, but after a while I realized you don't have to put all this pressure on yourself to post every single place. It's probably better for you, your mental health, and your routine to pick maybe one short-form social media platform and then pick you know, maybe YouTube, let's say, And just focus on that. Or maybe you just do a podcast or hell, maybe you just write articles. Don't burn out by thinking you have to post everywhere. At the same time, if you're feeling unmotivated or you're not really feeling like you found your style for creating content, don't worry about it. Try a couple of different things. Maybe you like something, maybe you don't. But if if you feel bored with what you're creating, it's probably because you're not creating something that you naturally sort of fall into. As an example, I... I'm much more natural in front of a microphone on a podcast than I am, uh, you know, on video. I've learned how to get better on video, but like if I had to pick between one of the two, I'd rather sit in front of a microphone and record a podcast all day long than have to shoot videos all day long. So once I realized that I said, okay, cool. Once I get some basic structure for a podcast episode, let's just record podcast episodes. And if you look at my content, the content that I post the most consistently with, 
other than TikTok, because TikTok's kind of short form content is easy once you get a flow for things. But in terms of long form content, the easiest thing for me to do is sit in front of a mic, record a podcast episode, and then post it and push that content out to more people. Sometimes my ideas and my content process starts with a podcast. Sometimes it finishes with one. Um, We were talking about like a system earlier. While I have a linear system for creating content, it isn't always perfectly linear. Sometimes it is start with a podcast first and with an article later. Um, But as long as you're tracking it, it, it's important to understand that you could sort of start anywhere. Um, But I definitely recommend starting with having a place where you can start so that it doesn't feel like you're always just jumping all over the place. But anyway, if you're fi- if you're finding that you're bored creating content or you haven't found something you enjoy doing, or for example, I had someone reach out to me the other day and say, I am feeling like I'm only creating content because someone told me to do this to go viral, but I don't enjoy making that kind of content. And now I just feel like I'm doing it for the vanity or I'm doing it for the likes and stuff. And I, I told him, I was like, hey, First of all, I totally get that. I've dealt with that myself. And it's sort of this, this hard thing to think of in your head. Like, well, I want to go viral. I want to get my content out there. But I also hate making, you know, trend videos that are always a certain way or, or whatever it might be. So um, if you feel like that, just know that you can create content the way you want to create it. And sure, it might not go instantly viral, but you got to remember that people love quality. And so somebody is going to see your content. And somebody's going to go, hey, this person is very good at doing this, or I really like the way he said that, or she did a really good job of making that relate to me. I'm going to follow this person. And it's those people that have that deeper emotional connection to your content, or when they watch your videos or listen to your podcast that feel like, hey, this person really understands me. I like listening to their advice. Those are the types of people that are going to help you grow your audience not the ones that simply just like and followed you because you did some kind of cool trend, right? Maybe, maybe they will, maybe they come around to it later. But what I recommend doing is always make the content that you enjoy and let the people that are going to follow you, follow you and let the people that aren't going to follow you go follow someone else. Nothing wrong with that. It doesn't have to be a popularity contest to be successful. That's another important thing to remember. All right. Well, that is my podcast episode today. This one was a little bit longer because I had a little bit more time to create. Thank you a ton for watching, or I should say for listening. (laughs) Thank you a ton for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Before I go, I just want to remind you that I am on Instagram, TikTok, and if you want to follow me there, it's Shane underscore PTC. I would appreciate a follow if you want to see some more video-like content. I'm also on Medium. If you've never heard of Medium, it's sort of like a, a blogging platform. And you can watch, or not watch, I keep saying watch. You can read all of my content there. And a lot of them come from uh, uh, podcast episodes or, or vice versa. So you can check me out there. So I'll put all that information in the show notes. Once again, thanks for listening, and I will see you in a future episode. 